Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. We have some announcements. And the first one is, we're on a break. We're on a break. Please don't email us because we're going on a break. We are actually taking a week off. What is that? Vacation? What is that? That's um, crazy. I plan to watch so much Bob's Burgers. No, I plan to do some things. No, I probably won't do anything. Let's be real. But anyways, we're taking this next week off. Please don't message us. I know I'm going to get messages, but they're the nicest messages. I love that you guys are waiting on pins and needles for our Wednesday episodes, but there won't be coming one this coming week. We apologize but we're people. We needed a break. Sorry. There will be one today. You're hearing this You're now. hearing what you are Just hearing. I am speaking of next Wednesday. Next, when next Wednesday, yeah. we will be... I'm not saying that this episode is... You're not hearing an episode right now. We're going on break. Yeah. So, the second announcement is we decided to, for the time being at least, go ad-free for our $5 and up Patreons supercasters still haven't i don't know if i like supercasters i'm still not there what you about be- supercast mates oh uh, it's not bad okay think about keep, it keep yeah so you can listen to our episodes ad free if you are on those tiers you will get ad free episodes to your special bonus fee so that's really exciting people are really excited it's exciting i think it's great i hope people enjoy it yeah. Sorry it took us so long to get on the ball. Yeah, other people have been doing, other podcasters have been doing that for years. Almost all other podcasts yeah. with Patreon are super castmates. Yeah. It's not because we were mad or lazy. We just, no. I don't know. We just, it's, it literally just slipped by us. Yeah. yeah. So this episode is a repeat, but it's a repeat we've already done. Yes, you heard that right. Ooh, so it's a the, revisiting. It's a revis. It's a rehaunting. Yeah, redo. The re-haunting of House Hill? Hill House? What's the show called? I can never remember. The Haunting at Hill House. Okay, thank you. Because I always think it should be House on a Hill. Anyways. There is a horror movie called, I think, The House on the Hill. That's probably why. There's There's also a a dateline called House on the Hill. Oh, good Lord. So we decided to revisit this one because it is one of our very earliest episodes we started the podcast in may of 2017 and i believe this episode came out for us june of 2017 so it's really early i had zero memory of it when i saw the preview that dateline was re-airing this episode like no memory so i tweeted and asked people if they would Far That's crazy. Back. Yeah, that I didn't remember anything. And then so I tweeted and asked people and everyone said, yes, revisit it, except for one person who said, no, you guys didn't like it. You gave it a two. And I <laughs> forgot that we used to rate Dateline episodes, which is the dumbest thing ever considering where our bread is buttered. And I can't believe we did that. So apologies to Dateline that wow. we used to rank our episodes, the episodes. I would have been fine just forgetting that. I'm kind of irritated <laughs> that I know it now. I'm yeah. now hyper self-aware and self-conscious about I that. Know. I apologize. Well, we think that we was had, not right. We had no comprehension that they would ever listen or know who we were. Yeah, we in our defense, that is the truth. We yeah, there were a lot of things happening, but we were teenagers when yeah, we recorded we those were episodes. Babes. I mean, we're twenty four now. Yeah. So how old were we? Barely out of teens. We couldn't yeah. even drink. Mm-mm. So apologies, but so sorry. I was curious to see what we would think now, and 
I want to do it again. Katie and I were just talking about it, but I what I really want to do is a very old episode that we've done where we did not know who did it, where we couldn't make up our minds. I would love to redo specifically one of those. So if yes. anyone, I know a lot of people are doing a re-listen right now to give me some good quotes. To let us know if, if you hear one where episode. we don't know or where we're very split yeah undecided can't like one of us thinks they did it one, one of, of us thinks it yeah right i would love to redo one of those and then also but the deal is you can't listen to the episode you have to go in i did not listen this time i didn't either and i couldn't even find my notes so I all of my look. my recap is completely brand new so this is technically everybody a brand new episode yeah Enjoy this revisit, re-haunting, revisiting. So this episode is called The Intruder. It aired on June 2nd, 2017, season 25, episode 35, hosted by our queen, Andrea, who didn't even have the nickname of queen then. We just knew she was perfect in every way. Yeah. So it starts in uh, 2014 with a 911 call. A man is calling saying, I need an ambulance, please. People are dead. I'm shot. And we are in Sacco, Sacco, Maine. So I think they pronounce it Sacco, but it's spelled Sacco. But I think it is the long aw. Sacco. The caller says, the, a guy ran upstairs. My wife was there. I figure she's dead. So right away, I was super suspicious. I was sir. like, sir, you figure your wife is dead? Go check. What do you mean you figure she's... Where are you right now, sir? I wanted the 911 call to be like, you know, when you make assumptions, <laughs> you know what happens, sir. So maybe check. Yeah. Uh, but he, in his defense, thinks maybe the shooter might still be there, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm very suspicious. So he says he killed her and he killed her friend. He's all out of breath and he says, I'm losing a lot of blood. And he says, why would anyone do this? And so I am immediately 1,000% sure that he is the killer right away. This is what Dateline has done to me. I am sure that he is the killer and he shot himself. Like, Agreed. I had no doubt in my mind. Same. That is how little I remember this episode. No, same. I assumed that very shortly we would be meeting, if the wife was alive, right. we'd be meeting the wife. We could not be more wrong. Yeah. So hold on <laughs> to your horses, folks. So... The police get there. They find his wife is actually unharmed because he never checked on her. So he assumed wrong. She is fine. Now, the friend, they have a female friend who was visiting from out of state. She's shot three times, including in the back of the head. But she is still alive. And her name is Rachel Owens. Now, at this point, not sure if you noticed, I noticed we are never getting the homeowner's name, not the man who called 911 and his wife. I did certainly notice because I kept waiting to write waiting. it. And I was like, okay, what is his name? Can we write Bill what? Nothing. What, what is his name? Nothing. Yeah, they keep nothing. calling him the homeowner, the victim homeowner, or the man. Sometimes just the man. So we will be calling him Bill Shirtliff. Okay. What is that? That's just his name. I just named him very quickly. Bill Shirtliff and his wife. Candy? Sure. Candy Shirtliff. Yeah. Shirtliff? Shirtliff. Yeah. S-H-I-R-T-L-E-F-F. Two Yeah. Shirtliff. So the homeowner had, Bill Shirtliff 
had said that the intruder was about 5'9", was wearing a balaclava, which Andrea thankfully explains what it was because I don't think we knew at that time. Well, I at least didn't know. I uh, remember the balaclava. Yes. And well, I'm sure we made some terrible joke about it being a Greek dessert or yes. some sort of nonsense. Yes. Did we make some sort of joke about it being a honeyed dessert? Probably. I didn't listen to the episode, but I can guarantee we did. I guarantee you we did. But I forgot there's no mouth hole. It's just the eye holes, which makes me feel very claustrophobic. How do you breathe? But is a balaclava always without the mouth hole? That's what Andrea and the FBI lady make it sound like. So what's the one with the mouth hole? Is that just a ski mask? Maybe. Unsure. Okay. Police think... Possibly the friend Rachel was targeted because she was shot three times and Bill Shirtliff was only shot maybe once. We don't even know anything about his injuries. We don't know his name. We don't know, is he still in pain to this day? Does he have long-term effects from being shot? Nothing from Bill. Bill said on the 911 call, I've been shot. And I'm losing blood fast. Why are we not concerned with Bill? whose name we don't even know. Okay, so I maybe think they have requested to have their names kept out of the public. Well, of course. But it's not like Dateline to not include them. I feel like they reference people a lot that don't want to appear on the show. So it was a specific request. Maybe lawyers were involved. Maybe. Yeah, it was. What is Bill Shirtliff hiding? Really he, good question. Is he in social in the wit? Is he in Witsack? But he allows his voice to be used unaltered. It would appear that I think that's a public sound. record. I think nine one one calls are public record. I think you might be right. I still feel like the other party would have. Mm. I think a lot of shows and a lot of podcasters mm. I know would specifically not play it if the person didn't consent to it because they don't want to re-traumatize the person. And right. I feel like Dateline. Might be that caring. I think the producers that we know, we did not know them in 2017. I think they, they would definitely respect them, but they aren't, they're respectful enough to not say the person's name and they just call him like male caller or whatever. Man. Oh, I have a lot of homeowner. Questions. Yeah. Also, are we just assuming that the wife is also not a homeowner? It's homeowner and wife, I feel like a lot. And I did not like that. Yeah, she could be part owner. Yeah. Candy could own part of that house. Maybe Candy she's could the have bought sole that house. owner and he's like sugar babying off of her. Dr. Candy Shirtliff. Exactly. And husband Bill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we meet Rachel. Rachel is the friend that was shot. She's the one we care about. We meet her son, Wayne. He said no one would want to hurt his mom. His dad, Greg, was in the military. So they moved around a lot when he was growing up. Then Greg retired. And now he works for private military contractors. And he and Rachel lived in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Is that it? Or is that just dairy? <gasps> no, dairy is, but maybe it's made off of because aren't they're all New England towns, right? The Stephen King. Yeah. But no, sorry, isn't it Derry, Maine? You're right. It's Maine. All of Stephen King's things are in Maine. But London Derry's very close. Yeah. So I feel like you might be right. And also, obviously, New Hampshire is very close to Maine. Yeah. I totally knew that. So <laughs> I did. So me, I was just nodding. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, totally. Did. No, I know my New England because I love that area. I just, I really, in my head, I know my New England. Where's Rhode Island? 
It's up there, but more down. It's more south. Nailed it. Greg was home in New Hampshire at the time of the shooting. Rachel is at the hospital under an alias with guards because they're worried someone is going to come back to finish the job. Then we meet this special agent for the FBI, and you're like, why is the FBI involved? We don't know yet. But she says it was befuddling because home invasions don't usually happen in Maine. And so mark it off your bingo cards. That doesn't normally happen here. Okay. Things like that don't happen here. Also, this woman that works for the FBI, Pam Flick, is very pretty. And so I feel like I should call her FBI candy because I should be just commenting on male and female. She is. She's amazing. Also, I I just like her very much. I'd like to see her on more episodes. Yeah. So and this I'm this point I'm like so annoyed that we haven't found out what happened to Bill Shirtliff because I was like very concerned is he gonna survive? And also I felt like he did it. And so I was like, why have we not talked about him in five minutes? Where is Bill, who is obviously our murder suspect? But it's wrong. We don't get their names because they are just not important. Even though he got shot and is very important. I'm mad for him now instead of mad at him. So police call New Hampshire police. They ask them, will you go inform Greg? So this cop goes and tells Greg, your wife has been shot. And Greg says, I'm having a heart attack. Now, unfortunately, we don't get to see this footage. And I really would have liked to because I feel like I've kind of mastered telling if someone is fake crying or not. And I think I'm ready to start evaluating people's heart attacks. So... How are you moving from analyzing fake crying crocodile tears to an actual cardiac event? I just want to know where the the bridge is. I want to see him clutch his chest and I'd be like, no, that's fake. I feel like I could tell now after five years of doing this podcast. Can I ask you how many cardiac arrests you've witnessed? None. But I've seen them on TV and I've read a pamphlet (laughs) at my doctor's office. Ready. You're ready. Done. Yeah. She's ready, folks. Let's put so, her in, coach. So Greg is not having a heart attack. He is just in shock, apparently. Okay. So they take him to the police department, and he was giving off a real Michael Peterson vibe to me, the yeah, way he spoke sure. and something about his face. Was Michael Peterson also ex-military? Yes, but he lied about it. Or he lied about getting a Purple Heart. I did immediately think that this Greg was also lying about his military service, yeah. and I th- because it's Dateline. I think that's not on him. I think that's me being jaded from so years many. of so many people lying yes. about their military accomplishments. It is on our bingo cards. It fake really military is common. service. And especially when they say that they were special ops. Especially yes. when it's things like that. When it's they, secret, secret. It's a lie. You don't really know for sure because right. it's a secret. So everything's confidential. So mm-hmm. they can just make it up yeah it's it's a rough one to believe right so he says status of my wife oh yeah like a military man though that was very like what's status of my wife and they say she's alive and then he starts crying and he says prognosis okay this feels very much like someone comes backstage 10 minutes to curtain 10 minutes thank you this feels very (laughs) much like call and response <laughs> cop talk that you and I don't like we've got the theater talk but yeah. we don't have the, the No, I think I think military it's in talk. military training you don't have time for extraneous words. No. This is war, Peacock. That's all you have time for is you don't the I don't have time for the. Yeah, it's true. 
then they would say instead of three o'clock, well, it's at 15, 1700 right. <laughs> hours. That's not less words. Make it way more complicated. It's more exactly. syllables and yeah. I have to count. Yeah. But I was ready for that, by the way. So you're saying she was shot at, <laughs> at 1900 hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Greg tells us that Rachel had health problems. She has early onset dementia. And he was her main caretaker. He has to make her eat and such. Why is she going out of state then without you to visit friends? Why is she driving states away by herself? Did she drive herself there? Obviously. I don't know. I think there's something that's not right. Yeah. So he says he thought it would do her good to go visit with the friends. He says they were in a loving marriage. We will see about that. Uh huh. And he's crying a lot in interrogation, but the camera's not close enough. Couldn't tell if I were real tears. I don't know. Okay. So they say, do you know anyone that would want to hurt your wife? This is where I got really frustrated. So the cop says, do you know anyone who would want to hurt your wife or the... And so they're about to say Smiths or shirtlifts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Greg steps on what he says. So it's the Greg. nothing. So I turn on my subtitles because I'm like, well, the cop said something. You yeah. just can't understand it. The subtitles say, do you know anyone that would want to hurt your wife or the dash? And then it goes to what Greg was saying. So even the subtitle person does not know what their last name is. They're being protected. Yeah, we don't know why. We yeah. may never know why. Mob hit. They saw a mob hit or they did a mob hit. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. In Maine? That's where people would get try to get away from the mob. Maine. I think that's Canada. I don't know. But all I know is on Cabot Cove, there was just so many murderers. There were so many crimes. You're right. Yeah. So I feel like everyone that's in those kind of places wants to get away from, they're hiding from something. Okay. Good point. So, and it is a, a hop and a skip to Canada. Yeah, Exactly. So Greg says no one would want to hurt Rachel. And the police say, well, what about you? You've done anti-terrorism, counter-terrorism work and things like that. And he says, no, I don't think so, that anyone would want to hurt me because of that. And no, this- you don't think you did that? Right. Or no, you don't think someone would want... Right. How did they know he did counter-terrorism work? Did he tell them that or do they have his record? It's on his business card, Secret Ops. And then he's like, just and then in parentheses, count aka counter terrorism, right? Ponzi schemes, yeah. Those are like the two. It's not that secret if he's telling people about it. So, Mm, so at this point, I found out he was a triple G, G R E G G. He's a oh because he had the subtitles turned on. See, and I could not watch the subtitles. Oh, he was a double G. He's a well, a triple G technically. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. The only double, triple G I know is old Greg. I'm old Greg. I'm old Greg. So he was working all night on the computer. He did leave very late at night to go to Circle K for cigarettes and very early in the morning for Dunkin' Donuts. Now we're speaking my language. Yeah. We're in Katie territory now. Let yeah. me handle this. Yeah. Okay. So, so how late at night did he go to the Circle K? Like 11 midnight, something like that. And then, and then he was back up four again in the morning for at the Duncan. Yeah, but I think but he says he was working all night. I do not know when he sleeps because he's special ops. They don't need to sleep. 
Yeah, so, he might be one of those people that only sleeps for three hours. They keep yeah. themselves on that regimen. Yeah. Okay. He is very cooperative. He says, oh, no, I get why you have to ask me where I was. I totally understand that. I've been a part of many interrogations in the military. And like what, uh, why? Greg? I feel Greg like you're not supposed to tell people that, but they're the police. I guess you can tell them. But then he starts crying again, and he goes, somebody hurt my baby. Greg. I didn't like Greg at that point. Greg. Greg. I didn't like it. So Rachel is in and out of consciousness. Police are hoping she'll make it and be able to tell them who shot her and the dude whose name, it doesn't matter that he got shot, Bill Kerchief. What's his name? Shirtless. 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 So they leave the bullet in Rachel's head because it's safer that way. And she somehow survives. She is a hero. I was shocked. Now, I didn't remember this at all. No. Well, okay. I didn't really remember anything, yeah. but really did not remember this. Good for Rachel. And we meet her. She looks so great. And Andrea asks her what it's like having a bullet in your head. Yeah. And she says, I don't feel it. When the doctors told me they couldn't take it out, I just said, okay. I mean, what am I supposed to do? No big whoop. She has that very no-nonsense New England attitude, I think. She has a great attitude. I really like Rachel's tops. Yeah. So her son, Wayne, and husband, Greg, go to Maine to be with her during her recovery. And she tells the police that that day she and her friends, the shirtless, went shopping and out to eat. And then they went back to their house. And I was like, I literally screamed at my TV, whose house? Man. So frustrating. She's having to work overtime, too, to not say their names. Yeah, that's true. She has a bullet in her brain. So she doesn't remember anything about the attack. She was asleep. But she was awake for part of, like, she remembers seeing the guy. And he was wearing a hat with a Jamaican look. So this Now, I remember that. I remember the Jamaican. I was like, what is a hat with a Jamaican look? But I'm, I'm sure for, we I'm, went into it, and I'm uh, sure we came to the same conclusion we're going to come to this time. Yeah. So the home Which is what? Like a Rastafarian type Correct. Hat? Which is a Rastafari type beret situation with- Fake dreads? With attached fake dreads. Much that, like you would buy like a Jack Sparrow hat that <laughs> has a hair attached to it, this would be that except Rasta. Do we really think it had fake dreads attached? I'm sure we did at the time. Right. I'm sure in I... 2017. And unfortunately, I got the same visual image <laughs> in 2022, which means that either I'm not growing as a person or that's obviously Well, I'm what... just going to look it up because... Look at a Jamaican hat. Jamaican hat. What is Google going to tell me? Okay, Google. you are correct. Was it the first this, search result that came up? Well, one it says avocado novelty hat for adults, and it's a hat that looks like an avocado. Why that, that is racist. the ad, I do not know. And then there's a woman's packable straw fedora. How is it packable? And why is it $250? And then the third result is dreadlocks wig hat reggae. This is the first thing that came up for me. Can you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of them have fake dreads. Some of them don't. It's It's, probably offensive both ways. That is the first thing that comes up in the search. So I don't know what she's referring to. I think it's just the colors. I don't think she's... 
can't picture someone sneaking into a house with that. But here's the thing. If you want to distract from yourself because you're committing a crime, they say have something really noticeable, like a fake cast on your arm or something, because that's what people are going to notice and not your face. So yes, so they're going to the notice Jamaican that hat. they're good. I would not know what race, gender, anything about that person. All I would see is Jamaican hat with fake dreads. It's true. Like it's it could true. be you that was assaulting me with a fake. I would not and even know it not. was you. You would because see it. The all hat. I would see is Jamaican hat with fake dreads. What's so it's concerning quite me smart. is, did she think that was the baklava under the hat? Well, no, she. Never saw a baklava. Mr. Bill Shirtliff, he saw the balaclava, but she didn't. So oh, they have. Did I say baklava? Yes, bala- I thought you were doing it to be funny. I did not. So- <laughs> I, that was a full accident. I apologize. Okay, baklava. So they have different reactions here, so it's interesting. So, are you having such a bad hair year that you're wearing a Jamaican hat all the time? Do yeah. you f- prefer fake dreads from Amazon for $7 than your own hair? Do you walk around saying, Amon, just to m- make the hat make sense, but it's actually just super cringe? Maybe. I mean, it, it's been a rough year. I understand. Do you have any suggestions for us? I do. I have a big one. Us Jamaican hat wearing fools. <laughs> it sounds stressful. For many <laughs> of us, stress is just a regular feature of daily life. And stress has a lot to do with the condition of your hair. Look, at one point in my early college days, I was working full-time at a law firm, and I was also trying to take a full load of courses. And during that incredibly stressful time, I experienced some serious physical reactions. And the biggest one being dramatically increased hair shedding and thinning. And what's wild is that most people usually lose about 50% of their total hair before they even notice an increase in shedding. Well, I definitely noticed. And now, thank God, there's a way to stop stress-related hair loss in its tracks and spark new, stronger growth. My option back in the day was to cut off all my hair, very, very short, to try to just start over. And I really, really wish I had known about the miracle of Prose. Prose specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that help reduce excess shedding and spark fuller, thicker hair growth with just two capsules a day. Through an online consultation, Prose customizes your supplements to address all the factors that could be triggering your hair issues, like age, hormonal changes, stress levels, diet, excessive hat wearing, and more. <laughs> Prose supplements use only natural, clean, safe ingredients, not drugs or hormone disruptors. All of the formulas are toxicologist approved, gluten free, and vegan, and they really, really work. Look, multiple studies show that over 90% of women taking Pro's hair supplements saw less shedding and more growth and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. And I know that I got those results. So definitely take a minute and go to pros.com slash date dateline. You can try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off. Go to pros.com slash date dateline. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash date dateline for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. No more hats for you. Strike a pros. 
Are you up all night loitering at the local Dunkin' and Circle K because they have air conditioning there? None of your business. I feel you. I am a sweaty person. How dare you? I cannot sleep when I'm hot. I do regularly sleep with ice packs. I cuddle up to them like they're my little babies. (laughs) They may have names. I don't want to say. But that was before I found Miracle Brand Comforter. Miracle Brand is a miracle. Or it's just well designed. I'm not saying if it's religion or science here, but it is a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Okay. So there's these three zones. Let's break it down. Three zones, your feet, your middle section, which is zone two and your upper section. Now, most of us have a little bit more in our middle section. How dare you? I am size beautiful. I am size, size zone two. But that means our middle sections get a little bit hotter when we're trying to sleep. So there's less filling in zone two and more in zone one and three. Genius. Now, the fabrics they use were originally designed by NASA. So it's basically like you're sleeping with an astronaut. These fabrics are hypoallergenic, USA-grown cotton infused with silver. And what that silver means is also science. What that means is it prevents 99.9% of bacteria growth and it stays fresh three times longer, which means three times less laundry. And I am so lazy about laundry. And you know that like divine miracle feeling you get when you dive into a clean bed with clean pillows and clean sheets and clean comforter? You can have that feeling for like three times longer, even without washing. Amazing. a true miracle. I love that I am not rolling around in my own bacteria like I was before. Because let's be real, I should have been doing a wash way more often than I was. Yeah. If you're ready to sleep better through the night and do less laundry, you've got to try Miracle Brand. Head to trymiracle.com slash Dateline free and use code date dateline 25 to save 25% off and get three free towels. Wow. And Miracle Brand is so confident that they'll help you sleep better. They offer a 30 day money back guarantee. It's basically a risk free trial of a whole new sleep. That's 25% off and three free towels when you head to try. M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash Dateline free and use code date Dateline 25 because sleeping well doesn't have to be a miracle. Ooh. Amen. Right. Wonder of wonder, miracle of miracles. My sheets feel so good every day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miracle Brand. So back to the crime scene, which is what I used to call my unwashed bedding. There is a footprint in a flower bed by the scene, and they preserve it by the lead detective putting his raincoat over it. And they say chivalry is dead. That feels very much like a Jessica Fletcher move. Yeah. The window on the door to the garage is broken. They look closely, and one of the CSI people sees a hair, and they say, let's swap this. And... Andrea is confused, as we all are, and says, swab the hair? And the FBI lady says, no, swab the glass. I wasn't clear, Andrea. Apologies. Shell casings at the scene say WCC, which stands for Water Closet Confidential. Yep. 1987. 
is the year on them, the year that Katie and I were born. Right. Nothing, I'm sorry, it was 97 when we were born. So nothing is stolen from the scene. They really start to think that Rachel was the intended victim. What about Mr. Bill? Shirtlift. Shirtlift. This is rude at this point, unless it's on purpose and they're in witness protection. Was Bill not actually shot? But then that should be a whole second date line. But was Bill grazed and thought he was shot? Right, right. And is like, I'm losing a lot of blood. And it's like he sh- cut himself shaving. I'm not accusing Bill. But what we know of Bill so far is... To be fair, again, Bill is not his name. So we can say whatever we want about him. First things first, we're not sure of his actual name. So we named him Bill Shirley. Right. We know that he thought his wife was dead. He just figured she was the dead. The operative word being thought. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe... She might be. I'm She's not checking. Probably dead. At this point, I'm you not checking. You guys can check when you get here. And then we know that he said that he was shot, but we've not heard anything else about it. Yeah. Nothing about his condition or injuries. Long lasting effects. Is he still friends with Rachel? We don't know any of this. We don't. Yeah. We're not going to get any of this. So a few days after the shooting, there's a wow moment. If this was a Dennis episode, it would be called a bingo moment. Yeah. Police hear from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. What in the world? I did not know there was a town called Oshkosh. Are they related to the children children's clothing brand? Well, duh. But which came first, the chicken or the egg? The town. They were made in Oshkosh. Okay, that makes sense. It has to be, right? Certainly no one came up with Oshkosh in their brain, and then they named a town after the overalls, but I've been wrong before. And I said that very confidently, which means I'm probably wrong. It does make sense. No, it does make sense. Yeah, but... Did I mention in our 2017 episode that I once did a print ad for Oshkosh when I was a child? You've mentioned it in up the podcast, yeah. so I'm not sure if it was here, but this would have been a good time for you to mention it, it and this seems... would be a good time for you to post that on Instagram. It does seem like something 2017 me would brag about, and I haven't changed, clearly. I think it's adorable. 22. And, I think, and <laughs> if you don't post it saying. on Instagram, I'm going to find it and do it myself. All right. So we meet a woman from Oshkosh, Betsy Wandke. And Betsy is the founder of the Warrior Princess Training Facility that teaches self-defense to women. She used to be an EMT, a first responder. She is a bad A, as we say. Andrea says she's an action woman. She used to be a bodybuilder also, and we see a bikini photo. She's hardcore. She could kill me with a pinky finger. When they say be all you can be, Betsy is all you can be. Yeah, I'm the least you can be. She is the one. What's the bare minimum that you could be? Kimberly's doing it. (laughs) Betsy is doing all of it for all of us. When we say be all you could be, we mean be all you can Betsy. Yeah. Just everyone be Betsy. Betsy's at least getting off the couch, which is makes her 10 steps above me. But she is very active. She's amazing. So the most important thing about this is that she's teaching Andrea self-defense. Now... Somebody was very upset and said, don't manhandle Andrea. And normally I really don't like when Andrea puts herself in any position where she could get hurt. But I am in favor of her learning to protect herself because she's a dual national treasure. And there are a lot of creepy people out there. And also, Andrea's no wilting flower. 
No. She's not. She got in she's there and was like, fit. no, I think Andrea's taken a few self-defense classes in her day. She's very fit. Yeah. So Andrea has her hands around Betsy's neck. And like that anaconda was around her own neck. And Betsy is pulling Andrea's hair. Mm-hmm. Meow. And she says, no, uh-uh, <laughs> we're not doing that this time. And she says, and she's. You know that's so degrading. I can't believe that's you make that sound. That's why I do it. But people that don't I'm know you might not fun know that. Of we, people who do we that. Be very clear that you're making fun of it's people. It's from doing a Seinfeld that. episode where okay. Elaine gets into a fight with Raquel Welch, and she goes to the police for help, and they're like, "Oh, meow, that's oh, hot." Boy. Yeah. Oh boy. But it is interesting because she's saying, now go with it, go with it when her hand's on her head. So I, I was learning things. I was like, oh, you're supposed to go into it and then uppercut. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would I, like I, a whole self-defense thing with Andrea. There was that one episode where she taught us how to get out of if your hands are duct taped together. And I still remember true. that. <clears throat> yep, you break it down. Yeah, I remember. So in 2006, six, we have rewound. Betsy was feeling vulnerable because her marriage was falling apart. She's on a plane. The flight attendant comes to her and says, there's a man that's upgraded you to first class. What the what? Andrea says, well, that only happens in romance novels. And I was thinking, that sounds more like a horror movie. I didn't know you could do that. You can do that, I guess. But you... Yeah, I think someone said if they have space in first class, they will say if anyone wants to upgrade, it costs like $30. I don't know. Something like that. That you I've get a great deal. I've never had that happen it. to me. No, I never have either. But apparently you could. But to me, it sounds like you're stuck with a stranger who has picked you out of a crowd. It's that movie Red Eye. I'm which not is kidding. Terrifying. If this happened and we were on a plane together and someone came up to you and said, that gentleman up there, I yeah. would child block you like <laughs> you were going to go forward in a car, just an yeah. arm out. And I'd be like, she's not interested. You can tell him to shove it. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not allowed to do that. So she goes up but there. But this was not the case for Betsy at all. No, she's into it. She yeah. goes up there and the man says, I think this is your seat. Which uh, I don't know. Eh. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like know if he said it like that, but I feel like he How said it like that. How else can you say it? Yeah. What's another way to say it? Oh, I think this is your. No, you can't. You have you can't. to say it like that. It's, yeah. it's leery, yeah. whatever way you say it. It's yeah, a it little like smarmy. Yeah. So she hits it off with this stranger, and they have a lot in common, like hunting. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I loved that the first time around. Defense stuff. She's into self-defense. He's into military defense. Yeah. So his name is, and if I have to tell you his name, you must be new to Dateline, like we were when we started this podcast. Greg Owens is his name. He's Greg. He's old Greg. He's Grega. So they became good friends, just friends, for three years. Hmm. Mm. Then Betsy gets divorced, and she decides, I want to start dating this guy. And having horizontal refreshment, which is a phrase for coitus that Scarlett Carson 24 on Twitter told me about and asked that I work into an episode. Done. Horizontal refreshment. Check. Horizontal Good. refreshment. Good job. It's apparently that's what it used to be called a long time ago. On a plane? Maybe. No, in just Jane Eyre times. I don't know. Horizontal refreshment. What's refreshing? 
It feels like a defreshing. It does feel like a defreshing. You're, you're defreshing. Yeah. Okay. So Greg was very romantic, and Betsy says, he would not be happy that I'm telling you this, but he'd love to give me pedicures. And I was like, let's normalize men giving pedicures. There is nothing wrong with that. But also, I think Greg is a murderer, and it's okay if we embarrass him on national TV. I think the pedicure thing is much more about that he's this special ops military guy who has this incredible softer side because the pedicure thing is literally that photo that people buy. No, I know. Men should be okay giving and receiving pedicures. It's okay to have a softer side. Are guys not okay? I'm sorry. I just don't. I think like it's a foot thing. Like I don't want to touch someone's feet. It's not that I don't want to give you a pedicure i would touch your feet because they're like a tiny child's but yeah i'm not crazy about people's feet either and i wouldn't do it but it's not because i'm too manly too and i think that's what she's implying he's so manly don't and you know what probably because of the industry she's in she probably runs into a lot of that nonsense yeah you're right you're right yeah but uh, what i'm saying is it's totally okay to be mushy gushy romantic yeah yes so He tells her, I am married to this woman named Rachel, but we're getting divorced. No timeline on that. He says, I have to still check on her and kind of take care of her because of her health issues. And she thought that was just fine. So they date long distance. And for some reason, we're meeting Betsy's neighbors. And they say that she was deeply in love with him. And they were really cute together. I don't know. And they would go on safari trips where they would hunt. Nope. No, thank you. They were together for five years and he helped her start her business. He came up with the name Warrior Princess. Well, no, he didn't. He took it and repurposed it. Xena was a thing. Right. That's a valid point. So, I mean, I don't want to give him too much credit that he thought of the name of Warrior Princess. I was like, no. He took it. No, you're right. And I'm surprised he didn't get sued by the TV network. Actually, Um, me too. So Betsy is now teaching Andrea to box, which I liked. It was very, she was, had boxing gloves on. She was punching that. Go, Andrea. I like it. So Greg would give Betsy advice because he had special forces training and he would say they're dating long distance, but he would go off on these top secret missions that he could never say what was happening and that is always fake ladies let's just get that out of the way so he tells her he has to go to pakistan to rescue people like all the time what at 60 yeah (laughs) he's He's their best man (laughs) he's harrison ford (laughs) he's like getting on the wing of the plane yeah yeah no. So he at one time he's on this trip to Afghanistan and she knew she wasn't going to hear from him because it is so top secret. But then she gets a call from him and she's in a panic. She hears his voice and she thinks he's like being held hostage by the Taliban or something. But then he hears him. She hears him say, good one, Rach. And she thinks, oh, my God, he's not in Afghanistan He is with Rachel in the United States. It's a butt dial. And then I really remembered this episode because they made Andrea say butt dial. And I still don't think she should be saying butt dial. She's too classy. It's like her saying fart or something. I don't even think she goes to the bathroom. And so I didn't like it then. I remember not liking it then. And I still don't like it now. 
what and did you come up with an alternative that it should be called a misdialed call maybe a maybe. accidental i Glu- mean it's a buttius maximus oh my god fresh pressing i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know what i would call it <sighs> a bottom call Heine dial Heine 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 dial yeah so sh- betsy calls out Greg on all of his lies and he tries to pretend oh no what you heard was a satellite call from Afghanistan no then he says okay you're right I'm here but it's because Rachel almost burned down the house which is what we call pulling a Joni in my house because she actually did burn down her first apartment and got her security deposit back she is a legend one in a million legend seriously how do you that's messed up that not only is it like you're a cad, but you're going to blame your wife who apparently has all these sort of mental failings. Right. It's just messed up. Yeah. And it's not true. No. So that's another thing. Like we re- we're meeting Betsy. She, I don't know. I So I think that whole early onset dementia thing was fake. No, we're meeting, we're meeting Rachel. I'm sorry. We're meeting Rachel and she seems fine. Although I don't know what her medical condition is. But- He's he is a liar, so I would assume that he's lying it about that. It seems like as well. whatever it is, it's greatly embellished. Yeah. So P- Betsy says, "I won't be with a married man. You need to make a decision." I'm putting my foot down. So right. she tells her neighbors that we are meeting for some reason about the butt dial, and then two weeks pass since the butt dial. So now at this point, Andrea has said butt dial three times, thrice, mm-hmm. which is five times too many. Two weeks after the butt dial, Betsy hears that Rachel was shot. She calls Greg in concern, and Mm -hmm. she says he's in a panic. He says, someone is targeting the people I love. Someone is trying to frame me. Sure, Greg. Mm -hmm. Someone wanted to discredit him and ruin his life, and that's why Rachel wasn't killed, just injured. So his theory is someone has such good aim that they shot her and missed killing her because they knew her brain anatomy well enough to miss killing her by like a millimeter on purpose because injuring her would teach him a lesson more than killing her. Wow. No, but he can get away with this lie because she doesn't know exactly where Rachel was shot at this point, right? Betsy doesn't know the details yet. Right. So... Mm. This, but let's just go. None of what let's he's just saying go makes with sense. his theory, right. right? Let's just go with his and theory. If I'm and Betsy, say, I would think, okay, what's the most logical scenario? The most likely scenario is that someone was shot in the head because someone was trying to kill them. But you don't shoot someone in the head trying to injure them. But she doesn't know that she's been shot in the head at this point. Is what I'm saying. She finds out in a little bit. You're right. You're right. That's so. True. At this point, she knows that Betsy's been quote shot at, right, right, and right. injured. Yeah. And so, keep in mind too, how long have they been together at this point? Five years. They yeah. live together. No, they don't live together. They are. They're still dating from out of town. He goes and visits her like a couple oh. times a month. Oh, I thought they like he lived in that house part time. Okay, gotcha. So, 
I thought that he lived part time in Oshkosh. I think I misunderstood. Maybe, so. maybe when he tells Rachel he that d- he's on some secret office, right? That's he what tells I, her that too. I thought they moved in together, and then he was like, "But I'm going to be gone all the time." That's maybe. what I kind of thought it was. Yeah, but maybe. I could you might be, be wrong. Right. But it, it was more that she's been hearing five years of special ops stories, right? So probably some true, some not true of these crazy missions, right? Yeah. Where yeah. so. Because Betsy doesn't seem like someone who easily has the wool pulled over her eyes. But in this scenario, you have to think that she would have been hearing these stories all along. So she might buy it. Yeah, that someone weird is out to get her. Yep. And for some reason decided to just shoot Betsy in the head. I'm Rachel in the head. Not to kill her, but just to injure her. She doesn't know that she's been shot in the oh, head. Oh, right. I Remember? keep forgetting that She part. doesn't know. Okay. She thinks, oh, she's been shot at to scare him. Right. Okay. So okay. So really the penny drops when she finds out about the head, which is not yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he says, Betsy, you might be in danger, girl, next. Yes. So Betsy loads up all her guns and is ready for war. This is war, Peacock. But <laughs> neighbor Joe... Which now we're finding out the neighbor. Maybe we always found out the neighbor's name. I didn't even write him down. Because it's like, we why didn't. do we even... Why no, are these we people find here? Out now. So the reason they were there this whole time is because Joe is a police chief. There we go. He's not just her neighbor. He's a police chief. He's not just any Bill Shirtliff. He's a police chief, Joe. So he says, I don't believe a word of this. So it wasn't all for naught that these friends neighbors are on the show he Mm -hmm. says i don't believe in coincidences hey hey neither does someone else that i know but in 2017 i'm not sure if you said that yet good point i think i developed that theory as the show went along yeah so he calls the police in maine and he tells them about grega's double life and double g's now greg is the number one suspect to maine police now that they've heard about this And Betsy says, well, I know he's a liar, but he's not a killer. And I know that he loves Rachel, so he would never shoot her. So she is like still team Greg. Now, also, she thinks, well, Greg is supposed to be a sniper, so he wouldn't have missed Greg uh, told her that he was a sniper. Yes. And was he a sniper? No idea. Question mark. Yeah. How much does Wayne know about his dad's actual military records? That's a good question. I would love to have gotten some input from Wayne on this. Yeah, because I don't believe he wasn't in the military. They did travel around a lot. We see photos of him on military bases and stuff. But I think some of this, but I think most of the current stuff is all made up. I don't think he was still doing missions in Pakistan and in Afghanistan. No. No. Betsy says... No, this is still, I think someone else shot her and missed, and it wasn't my Greg, because Greg is so good, if he was trying to kill her, he would have killed her. That's the theory. So even though the person only missed by like a millimeter or two, like she very easily could have died. So he starts sending Betsy these alarming emails, and they say... I got it. Oh, you got it? I took a screenshot. Do you want to read it? I got it. Betsy, go dark. If anyone talks to you, we worked with to build WPTA and nothing more 
or than we were hunting buddies. Sorry. Yeah, the, he's the not grammar a fan is rough. of yeah. punctuation. No, he's not. Or proofreading. I'm not a great fan of punctuation, and I love just inserting commas at random. He might, <laughs> you he too might have, like to add commas. This is a side of a very specific condition, which I'm not going to discuss here. Okay. <laughs> the ambush was meant for us. We are running. No, but that same sentence. The ambush was meant for us. We are running. Yes, it is. The ambush was meant for us. We are running, comma. We were blown and set up. So their spot got blown up, apparently. Yeah. New sentence. I'll call when I can. And can is capitalized. But all (laughs) forms of commo, so communication, commo, are compromised other than this. This very public email that the police can really (laughs) easily search. It's fine. New sentence. I'm okay, just moving, getting good support from others. New sentence, new paragraph. I'm glad Naomi Oshkosh is getting what they deserve. Okay, so I Googled it. I thought it was something. A person? Yeah. I thought it was a person or something. There is a National Alliance on Mental Health in Oshkosh, which is a nonprofit, which their initials are N-A-M-I. And it's a non-profit for people with mental health issues. I don't know why they would be getting what they deserve. I think he's trying to say something else. Is it Dam? Who is I'm get- glad Dam Oshkosh well, what is did getting Oshkosh what they deserve. To him. She lives in some- Oshkosh. She likes Oshkosh. There are some pieces missing from this story. Yeah. I would really Who got like what know. they deserve? Certainly Bill Shirtliff got what he maybe deserved, but we don't even know. And also, Naomi is not capitalized, but Oshkosh is. So Naomi doesn't feel like it's a proper noun. I don't know. Okay. Turn this on. But also, on. he capitalized can. Oh, yeah. He's not reliable. Okay. Turn this on once a day and check. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> I can't. Sent from my iPad. So they were Toy Story fans. I can't. So this is Holly from The Office. Um, <laughs> what is going on? And then it says, sent from my iPad. Not, no name, just to infinity and and beyond, beyond. sent from my iPad. (laughs) The iPad is not compromised, Kimberly. No, this is the only secure channel, is your AOL account. (laughs) And my iPad. Yeah. So he's acting paranoid, and he tells her, don't talk to anyone. So she- And if you do, tell them we're friends. Right. We're just hunting buddies. So the police come to talk to her and she lies to them and Mm -hmm. says they're just friends. Betsy, come on. And Andrea kind of comes down on Betsy and says, Betsy, what do you say to all the people who are watching this and say, we were rooting for you. We thought you were smart. We thought you were better than this. And Betsy says, I would say, have you ever been in love? Not like that, Betsy. But I think not that I would lie to the police, but maybe who knows in a normal dateline, this would maybe sour me a little bit on Betsy and this one it did not. Okay. I think Betsy made a mistake and I think Betsy feels bad. She does. She absolutely does. And she does a few redeeming things in this interview. Oh, yeah. That I she, was like, by the end, she totally redeemed herself for me. But 
I mean, what do you say you don't have a reason? You're like, I did something really stupid because I thought I loved this man. Yeah. So it is kind of a viable excuse. It just stinks because she can't do anything about it now. Yeah. So then the FBI come calling because three states are involved. There we go. And he drove across state lines to do this. So she finally decides this is when she hears about Betsy being shot where she was shot. Yes. And that somehow it's either that or it's the combination of that and it's the FBI. I think it's the FBI telling her the specifics of Betsy's injuries and her being like, oh, she was shot in the head. That was a kill shot. Yeah, they were trying to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she finally decides to come clean. And we meet federal prosecutors. The female prosecutor has a bump it, an extreme bump, extreme bump it. She's my favorite. It's Jim and Beverly. Jim and Bev. Bev has a federal bump it. That's what I would call that. And like a crisp black business suit. Yeah. Bev was all business and I would like to take her to lunch. Oh, yeah. I bet she has good stories. I have a lot of questions for Beverly. I liked her a lot. So they are concerned because Rachel is supposed to leave the hospital to go home with Greg and... Andrea cut to Andrea outside the hospital in the snow with the FBI woman. She tells the story of how he's leaving the hospital. He's going to take Rachel home with him. And then the FBI like swarm. And it was very dramatic. And I liked this story very much. But there was something so distracting in this scene, which we'll get to at the end. Oh, I can't wait. So they arrest Greg. They Mm -hmm. tell Rachel it was Grega that did this to you. And she is in shock. She never thought he would do that to him because he was by her side the whole time she was recovering, which mm. is exactly what the killer would do, too. So neither di- Wayne is also shocked that this his dad would do this. But they believe that it is Greg. They are not family in denial. They are believing it. They're just shocked. So Greg is charged with a federal crime of crossing state lines to commit a murder. The case is mostly circumstantial, but they do have that bump it. So I feel good about it. Betsy is scheduled to testify against Greg in the trial, but she's still having a lot of complicated feelings about Greg right now. Yeah. She hates what he did, but she still loves him and she's still... it's. And imagine you're still getting calls from someone or you're still in communication from someone who is just telling you over and over again, I wouldn't do this. I didn't do this. I would really mess with you no matter how strong of a person or mentally you were. It would. Yeah. So he keeps calling from jail and saying, I will. My divorce is final soon. I will send you a copy of it. That's some nonsense. Why was divorce never on the table before Rachel had to... Why did she have to get shot at? It was. I think he had told her that they were going to get a divorce, but he couldn't really... He had been telling her that for years, that they were getting divorced. But he couldn't really because she had all of these, quote... Health Early dementia issues. It's just... I mean, I honestly believe at this point that the doctor was like, she has a little bit of an of a, you know, a vitamin D deficiency, which could lead to early onset dementia. (laughs) He took that and ran with it. Yeah. I can't divorce her because she has dementia and I have to feed her every day. So that's why I can't divorce her, but I still want to be with you, Betsy. And Betsy believed it. So he says, I will send you a copy of the divorce certificate. And she says... 
people keep telling me the divorce hasn't been filed yet. And I was like, why are you believing people gossiping about the divorce not being final, yet you didn't believe your cop neighbor that he actually did shoot his wife? Okay, so, wow. but she, anyways, she's now on to him. She says, you lied to me and you said you were in Afghanistan. And that's the worst lie you could tell someone. Say you're in Afghanistan when you're not in Afghanistan. Not uh, a great <laughs> lie, saying you're doing something great for your country. It's that's not true. great. The military lies are really jacked up. It like, is. That's messed up. Yep. So he tells her, I love you more than life itself. You are my partner, my lover, my life. And I'm a liar, a thief, and a cheat. And cheese. Uh, Betsy thinks... He's just trying to keep me on his side for the trial. And it's Bingo. like almost working because I still love him. So I'm very, she's very confused, but she's also angry. So she's angry. She's confused. It's complicated. The trial starts. They found muddy boots in his car that matched the footprints at the crime scene. That's not good. Mm -mm. In his house. They find a balaclava and shell casings that are the same kind that match the ones at the scene. Uh -uh. That's really bad. First of all, Greg is all kinds of stupid to keep those kind of things at his house. Oh, just right on the table. Yeah. Secondly, I wore a balaclava most of high school because of my horrible acne. Can anyone else relate to that? Uh, this, this lady right here. Mm-hmm. Boy, when you have horrible acne, it affects every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. And the most frustrating thing is being completely overwhelmed by the amount of choices out there on the shelves that are supposedly, quote, supposed to help with your really bad acne. It's that one aisle in CVS. You know the aisle I'm talking about, that skincare aisle. So it's really hard to know what's best for you. Is moisturizing good when you have acne or moisturizing bad? Do you want oil-free or a special kind of tea tree oil? So oil good or oil bad? We, I don't we know, never know, Katie. Right, exactly. Look, when it comes to finding skincare products that actually work, it's super overwhelming, which is what I'm getting at. Yeah. But this is why we're so excited to tell you about Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. Just fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history. Then you snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your first customized treatment plan. Mm -hmm. Apostrophe offers access to treatments for all kinds of acne, hormonal acne, facial acne, even back, chest, and butt dial acne. They <laughs> treat breakouts from head to toe. From zone one? to zone three zone one to zone three when i joined apostrophe i had a horrible cystic acne and i was at the end of my rope i had been through the aisles at cvs but it's really difficult to get in-person dermatology appointments and then you have to wait in the waiting room you have to go pick up a prescription maybe it'll work maybe it won't apostrophe was a great option for me because i could do it all from my phone also apostrophe helps to treat 
things other than acne. Like I needed to improve my skin's texture after years of acne scarring and apostrophe was able to prescribe me topical medications to do just that to take in conjunction with my oral medications. I have had such a good experience with apostrophe. I cannot recommend them enough. And we have a really special deal for our listeners. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash date dateline when you use our code date dateline. That's a savings of $15. And this code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash date dateline, click begin visit, and then use our code date dateline at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you so much apostrophe for finally putting a period at the end of my skin troubles. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Were you involved in a super traumatic event and Dateline completely brushes over your partner, never even mentioning your name? Does that send your brain spiraling as you're trying to fall asleep the way my brain spirals when I'm trying to fall asleep? Because I just remembered that five years ago, I told a waiter, you too, when they said, enjoy your meal. Brains are confusing and you only get one. So you should take care of it. One of the best ways I take care of my brain is therapy. Therapy can be challenging and you might not always want to do it because it's easier in the moment to ignore your problems until they explode like you just dropped a watermelon off a rooftop. Don't judge me. Trust me. Therapy can be the most rewarding thing that you can do for yourself. I love my therapist. She gives me really specific assignments every week, things that I can work on and focus on that week so I don't get overwhelmed. And they're all things that are making me a better version of myself. I encourage everyone to try therapy. And if you don't connect with your therapist, you get another one. The best part Mm -hmm. about BetterHelp is that it's online therapy. It's whatever works for you. Video, phone. If you're not comfortable showing your face, you have two options. Balaclava or do live chat sessions with your therapist. Hmm. BetterHelp is also more affordable than in-person therapy. And honestly, it's an investment in your mental health. And that is priceless. Absolutely. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, which is unheard of in the traditional therapy world. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Dateline. That's BetterHelp.com slash Dateline. Because we can all use a little better help. Don't smash that watermelon, guys. Try therapy. Aw, thank you so much, BetterHelp. So the greatest piece of evidence that the prosecutors feel like they have is the swab, the swab that came from the door in the garage that was broken. It's Greg. It matches Greg. Boom shakalaka is what Dennis would say. Or that's a coup de gras shot. Yeah. He would say something like that. The motive is that butt dial, which means Andrea has now had to say butt dial For the fourth time. But that butt dial is when he made the plan. Betsy gave him the ultimatum. He started making a plan to divorce Rachel. No, that would be silly to kill her instead. Why? Why does anyone on Dateline kill someone instead of getting a divorce? So Betsy takes the stand. And because now she's finally against him. But I think she was still teetering. And then he winks at her. When she's on the stand. And this pisses off Betsy to no end. She is like, no, I'm a warrior princess. 
I she said I wanted to crawl across that table, put my hands around his neck. Yeah. Much like you, Andrea, had your hands around my neck earlier in this episode. I would feel the same. The wink is unacceptable. Let's just agree that a wink is unattractive and disgusting unless you're Idris Elba. You wink at me, my Clovis shrivels up and dies. It is not a good look. A wink is a bad look. So hero Rachel takes the stand. And guess what she does? She winks at Greg. She takes back her power. She gave him a. She, she went, get, it's almost it's like what finger guns would accompany. She gave him the click. She she winked at him and went. And how impressive! I got you, sucker. That's she was shot in the head, and she can do a thing yeah. that I can barely do. Amazing. It's really good. So she's laughing to Andrea how she got this great moment where she got to wink at him. It's so good. I just it is. It's, it's the really best great. comeuppance. It's so good. Is that the right word? Comeuppance? I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. It is. Yeah. Good for her. So the defense says no one actually identified Greg at the scene. So you have no one that said they saw him there. Rachel said the man was wearing a Jamaican hat. And she probably would have recognized him if he wasn't wearing the balaclava that Bill Shirtliff said. Who knows what he was wearing? I think she was also dead was asleep sleeping. when he came in the room. And so then she, she was probably shot having at... a dream about someone in a, Jama- a Jamaican and then like it mixed up with her dream and then probably went into hospital and was on a ton of drugs. Uh-huh. And so then had other thoughts. Med- memories are so faulty anyways that right. I can't even imagine what they would be like in that sort of situation. Oh my God, and then you add Dilaudid to the mix and it's yeah. just, you're done. Yeah, that's And the, the bullet that is in her brain. Right, it's a serious cocktail for remembering a Jamaican hat. Yes. Is what that is. Yes. So what I did think interesting is that you would recognize your husband's eyes in a balaclava and his shape. Not if the room is dark. And not if you were waking up from a dead sleep being shot yeah. at. I don't yeah, think you would, right. and I've seen episodes with my man in a balaclava, and the person did not recognize their eyes. I don't. I don't think in that moment you. I don't think you would. You don't that think lighting. that that Bill or Candy Shirtliff would recognize him in a balaclava? Yeah. No. I don't know. He kind of had a hunch. I. I don't know. I. I don't know. No, I think you just see a stranger in your house pointing a gun at you. I don't think you're thinking or seeing anything clearly. Good point. Good point. So I think you see that gun and that's it. Like, okay. so Greg had five million guns at his house. Not literally, but pretty close. And uh, none of them matched the shooting. So the defense thinks that's huge. That means nothing. That means he dumped the gun somewhere. No, but he had the 1987 bullets. He had the bullets. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So they never find traffic camera footage of Greg's car on the drive from New Hampshire to Maine. This one made me sweat. That's this not This one great. I didn't like. Yeah. I don't know how clearly they looked. Is it possible he rented a car that we don't know about and somehow returned it? They before... would have looked into that. Did he borrow a car? Right. I don't know. Oof. But they didn't have any footage of his car. But the big thing they think is he's seen at Dunkin' Donuts at 4.30 a.m., 90 miles away. Could what he do it in time? Happen? The 911 call was at 2.47. So let's say the shooting happened at 2.45. No, that- stop. Stop right now. What? Don't you do it to me. 
You sound very close to going into a word problem. She was going 75 miles an hour on the okay, Jersey no. Turnpike. I'm going to say that that is totally enough time. That is 100, 103 minutes if the shooting happened exactly at 2.47. If it happened at 2.45, that is 105 minutes. If you go, and it's 90 miles an hour, if you go 60 miles an hour, which is slower than the speed limit, you still have enough time. And no one's going 60 miles an hour at four in the morning because there's no traffic. So he does have enough time. There is enough time. What I would have liked to have seen is any footage they had outside the Dunkin' Donuts to show what car he was driving in when he pulled up because he may have gone straight to Dunkin'. Right. I'm assuming he went straight to Dunkin'. 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 What did he order at Dunkin'? What was his order what time of year did they have pumpkin spice things? What did he get a crawler? I got in a big argument with some very good friends of ours about Duncan about three nights ago. Yeah, I have no reaction to Duncan except for the skit on Saturday Night Live that's very funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, I don't. I've never. I don't think I've ever even been there. So. Does it change your opinion that when um, I looked at the counter and there was no condiment set up? That was my first introduction to Duncan was that when you go, they don't have like the stirs and the splendas and the equal and the sugar and the creamer that you make yourself. Mm-hmm. So like I can make my splendy, you mm-hmm. know, I can do my thing. Mm-hmm. You have to ask them for it. Oh. And so when I said, can I have some splenda? Do you have splenda? And they said, how many? Mm. I don't know how many because I haven't tasted how strong your coffee is yet, ma'am. So how would I know how many Splendas I need? No. And so then she comes back with two. No, I don't know. That's not. And I was like, I'm going to need you to fill a cup with Splenda (laughs) packets and bring it to me. And I'll bring back what's left, if any. I I was upset. It was never. And I'm sorry. I know people are really like up in arms about loving Dunkin' Donuts, but that's an abomination. Yeah, people really do love it. I think it's a cult. I think it's the new Nexium. And especially in... If the, I think if you drink black coffee, maybe. Yeah, I love their coffee, but they must have to ask. I don't know. I think they don't trust their customers to not steal big handfuls, just stuff their pockets with stirrers and and That's what loads. Starbucks is for. Yeah. Starbucks expects that. They build it into the cost. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think they do. I don't uh, know. 7-Eleven has them out. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, you're right. They Wawa do. had them out. Yeah, Every no, place right. I've ever been in that sells coffee has a little place where you mix yeah. it together and they just go on the honor system that you're not going to take fistfuls of Splenda and put them in your pocket, which I don't because I feel bad about it. So they're lucky. <laughs> but I do want the option of being able to taste and adjust taste right. accordingly. No, I'm upset for you. I'm, I appreciate I just, that. I'm not a coffee You see drinker. why that's annoying. Yes, like, I get why that would be annoying. Even I, as a non-coffee drinker, understand that that would be You annoying. understand that that would yeah. be... You want to be able to mix your own. I don't yeah. want you to do it for me. And I don't want yeah. to say, can I have some Splenda and you bring right. me two? Feels no, like a like slap. That. No, that's Feels what, like when, I, when I ask for soy sauce and they give me one packet. Absolutely not. I'm going to yeah. need eight packets at least. <laughs> going to need at least. a separate bag. Yeah. So the defense says, okay, he he didn't have enough time. Then they say, well, he had spent time at that house 
So there's a reason his DNA would be on that window pane in the garage because he attended an anniversary party in their garage. For who? Why was the anniversary? For Bill and Candy? For Bill and Candy. Why was their anniversary in the garage? We would know if we had the opportunity to speak to Bill and Candy, but we It'd don't. It'd be great because maybe they were renovating the garage and they used the anniversary party as a way to get people to come over and help paint. That's not oh, stupid. that's no, that's BS. I don't like, like that. You're going to hang some drywall while you're here. <laughs> you were special ops, right? We need you to help us. No, fix we're this calling it a up. party, and it's a Reno party. It's like we're all on that trading spaces show, and exactly. you and Paige have to redo the whole house and knock through <laughs> walls with Ty Pennington. That's what kind of party it is, and painted questionable so. colors. Yeah, nope. So this is the defense's real. Whatever, smoking gun, except the opposite. Whatever is good for an alibi. So he had sent an email at 423 before he went to Duncan. So they're like, it couldn't be him. But the prosecution says, not so fast. And his computer had another tale to tell. Oh, I thought he had sent an email at 215. 423. I feel like he still could have sent that email. He would have had to come back really fast, send the email, and then run to Duncan. Yeah, okay, it's still totally possible. But he yeah. didn't. The day right. before the shooting, he Googled how to change the time in your computer. And he had a post-it that said, change Chrome time. And the forensics people go into his computer, and it shows the log where he had changed the timestamp on his computer to make it look like that email was sent at 423. All of those forensic guys in the military that he used to give wedgies to are laughing at him now because laughing. he is so dumb. I hope that he Googled it on his iPad because that was the secure location. <laughs> I hope the Google search was done on the iPad for the time change yeah. on the computer. Yeah. Wow. So jury finds him guilty. Rachel says, yes, she's so excited. Wayne is conflicted because it's his dad, but he's also glad his mom is safe. Greg gets life in prison. Yeah. Betsy says, I do believe he loved Rachel, and I believe that he loved me, and I think he was narcissistic enough to think he could have both. And she is embarrassed that the head of the Warrior Princess Academy was duped by a man who was no prince at all. She says it is very ironic that he knew how much she did to fight against violence against women. And then he did that to Rachel. Yeah. And so she feels she's feels really badly about That's it. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she should forgive herself. She was conned and he's it sounds like a con man. hundred so percent. She would say if she could say something to Rachel, how sorry she was. She says she's a gr she's crying now. She says she's a great lady and she's so strong. I wish that I could take it all back and it never happened. The two women have never met. I thought we were going to get a meeting and I was going to cry a lot. I will say this apology from her is maybe one of the most sincere I've ever seen on Dateline because her reaction when Andrea asks her, is there anything you'd want to say to Rachel? She's like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. You could tell she had so much she wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. And I don't think she was expecting that. Yeah. And so we got this very real yeah. outpouring of emotions. It was really touching. Very. She's very genuine. Yes. So 
Andrea tells Rachel what Betsy yes. said because they've never met. And Rachel hears this and says, wow, that's incredible. That means she really thought of me. That's a nice lady there. And I got a, I got tear. I got a little tear. Me too. Yeah. This is the best outcome that's not scripted that we could have ever hoped for. This yeah. is amazing. Good for I like both of them. I hope they meet. I hope they start becoming pen pals or something. Uh, felt like very women empowerment ending. I liked it very much. Yes. Where these two women were attached to this sort of horrible guy, yeah. but yeah. saw each other yes. as human. We're gonna. Yeah. It was really great. It was really sweet it was very human speaking of a warrior princess this episode is dedicated to nixie from rhode island i hey hello nixie how cute is that adorable we would invite you to join the mile high club anytime nixie no let's say something let's less gross wow nixie we would we would let you come to first class if there was any chance that we would ever be in first class which would be a dream come true we'd invite you to sit with us Rhode Island is in New England, Nixie? No, she knows that because she does. Because she lives there? No, you. I'm saying you know that. Oh, Kimberly I know that. knows that. Because that it totally is. Because I know my geography. And this is perfect for this episode. And let's, let's revisit. Since this is a revisit episode, there was Rhode Island Gate. I think most people have forgotten about Rhode Island Gate. But it was in the first or second year of the podcast. And you said... You were quizzing me because I said how bad I am at geography. And you said, what's the smallest state? And I went, Rhode Island? Like, question mark, even though I knew it was, but I was second guessing myself. And then it became like everyone thought I didn't know what, that Rhode Island was the smallest state. And people would message us for months after going, Rhode Island's the smallest state, you know. And I was like, yes, I knew that. I just had an intonation because I was... Just wanted, I was scared that you were setting me up for a trap or something. That it was, was a gotcha say question. Of Columbia, right? Or something. <laughs> that it was right. a gotcha question. Sure. And that was Rhode Island Gate, everybody. And Nixie, I don't know if you've been listening that long. Probably not. Why would you? But I hope that. But Kimberly definitely knows that Rhode Island is the smallest state. And I always knew. <laughs> Yeah, Nixie, that was for you. That was for you, Nixie. Thank you so much for being a Patreon. We really appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. Okay, B-roll bonanza. Yes, ma'am. Bullet holes in the door in the crime scene photos, and they have straws sticking out of them. Did you see that? I did see that. All these different colored, like, little plastic. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, I think it's to show trajectory. Also, there's a shot of... The darkened room with green lasers following the trajectory of the Mm. bullets. And it looks very Mission Impossible when he's going to crawl under the laser beams. It's very high tech. Yeah, it was very high tech. Terminology. Did you notice that there was a trash can in in the interview room when Grega is first in there? There's Mm -mm. a trash can like right in front of him. It's oddly placed. It's the only reason I noticed it in the room maybe he was going to throw up or had been throwing up or pretending to throw up correct i found it very odd interesting Mm -hmm. rachel looking out at the water betsy looking out of a window interesting they both got the looking b-roll betsy in front of a very cool outdoor fireplace with her mug did you mm, see that? Mm. Sort of cozied up. It was mm-hmm. very cute. Betsy mm-hmm. needs a dog. Also, why don't we get a shot at Betsy with a dog? 
Betsy should have a, one of those dogs that is like a guard dog. Maybe a black lab? No, like a German Shepherd. A German Shepherd? Okay, yeah. or a Doberman? Okay. Yeah, agreed. She could train it to help yeah. her teach self-defense. Yeah. I was thinking, let's bring back MVP. Wait a minute, really quick though, before yeah. I have one more B-roll that was important that yeah. I think you probably missed. But yeah. they're showing a shot of the downtown of Sacco, of mm-hmm. Maine, of Sacco. I died because there is one lone speedwalker down the street. <gasps> a speedwalker? Doing, doing the full arms yes. in, in all blue, turquoise it's blue. It's the only sport endorsed by the AARP as Bobby Hill says. And this person looks like they might be a member of the That's, AARP. It was amazing. And I love there it. she went. She just was going. It's an Olympic sport. She was all by herself, just one. Just oh. and nobody else on the street. And there Good goes for a her. speedwalker. Good yeah. for her. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um we never do MVPs anymore, but no, Rachel, don't. come on. She's amazing. Yeah. And then Actually, I had no losers. I thought everyone was great. Oh, I've skipped the biggest part is when I skipped literally the end. Andrea says to Rachel, is there anything you would say to Greg? And she says, it wouldn't be appropriate. And Andrea says, too many bleeps. And they're laughing. And then Rachel says, he's the loser. He is the loser. So if we're going to bring back MVP loser... Those are our MVP losers. There you go. And I would say MVP, VP. So vice president MVP. Like uh-huh. the lesser number right. two was, yeah. is going to be Betsy. Yeah. Because she did ultimately do the right thing. Yeah. And you could tell that she just made him. She's still a cool lady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fashion police. Yeah. Andrea. Andrea. Knocked it leather out of the jacket. Park. Yeah. She's she's great. Um, I love collar top. The collar top is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, um, she looks. You great. would look great in one of those if you would let me buy you one. Mm. Um, red blazer, and then she has on this blue turtleneck that makes her eyes look like icicles. It was pretty amazing. She's so cool. Okay, so the thing that distracted me when we have that was she a federal agent? Was she an FBI? Uh-huh. The FBI, the mm-hmm. woman that we loved. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not remembering her name. Yeah. When she's Lick. telling Andrea the story of the arrest. Yeah. Well, what did I miss? Um, it's freezing outside. Yeah, there's snow. Andrea in a park. She's in knee-high boots. Andrea? And a skirt. No. Oh, the, the agent. The agent. And I was like, is she in is she in a skirt? Is she in boots? She's she in boots freezing? and a skirt? She is she freezing? freezing? Maybe you just really get used to the weather. But I loved it because she did fashion. Yeah. For her interview. And I was like, oh, I yeah. wonder if she was doing it the whole time. But we only ever saw like an 8 by 10 like a close-up of her face. They never panned out on yeah. her in the interview. And I was like, I wonder if she was wearing the boots the whole time. We Good never got to her. see them. She's yeah. up against Andrea. You've got to bring it. It was great. If we were going to do a new segment called Red Flag Roundup. Yeah. What are the red flags that could have been spotted earlier? I want Special s- ops. That's 100% what I was going to say. Yeah. Secret trips to Afghanistan and yeah. or Pakistan. Anything uncovered. Anytime someone says you've got to go dark. Yeah. That. No, that's bad. No. Red flag. Yeah. That's like yeah. someone saying I'm a DJ. It's a red flag. Can we also say someone paying to upgrade your yeah, seat huge to red flag. first class? Yeah. Also, I'm still with my wife because she has early onset dementia. So many red flags. But you've never met the wife. Right. So yep. you don't know for yourself. And he lives yeah. in another state, so you don't have any mutual friends that know the wife. Correct. Yeah. Lots of stuff. There's lots of stuff. Yeah. But 
also there's a lot of stuff that could be explained away by the one big overarching special ops question right it's rough this is a rough one because if he really was in special ops he would also say special ops maybe but it's usually a lie. I'm going to say it's always a lie, guys. I know there are actual people in special ops. It's not technically always a lie, but it's one of those 0.000% of the time it's actually true. There's a one somewhere, like 10 decimal points that it makes it actually true. So you got to round up and say it is 100% of the time a lie. Yeah. Well, I know one person who was married to someone in special ops. But I will say this. They never knew where they where he was going. Okay. It's not like he would say, I'm going to be in Afghanistan. You would not know anything. Interesting. You would know I'm leaving. You would not know for how long. You would not know the location. Okay. Yeah. So titles. Yes. Did you try the headlines? No, I just got some good titles. So oh, I didn't great. have to. Let's go. Balaclava, befuddling, and bump it. Yes. Great. The main suspect. That's great. I had the main event. I couldn't get to main suspect. That's awesome. Yeah, because it, we're in Maine. Um, a slam Duncan case. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. writing it down. Um, the wink heard around the world. That I don't know what that was. Maybe that was my news, my headline. Um, I had the butt dial heard around the world because I'm pretty go. sure that that was my title last time. <laughs> Okay, missing main monikers, because we don't know those people's names. It's so true. But then my really good title that I'm impressed with. Let's go. To Infidelity and Beyond. Oh, my God. Because he said To Infinity and Beyond. You knocked it out of the park. I know. I'm really proud of myself. I don't have any that are even close to that good. I have Where Are the Shirtlifts? That's it. That's what we'll do. Because seriously, who are they? Where are they? Are they in special ops? Did we even notice that we don't get their name the last time we recorded this episode? That I cannot wait to hear about. Probably. So let us know if you've listened to both. I'm sure that episode's not good. I wonder if this is the butt dial episode that I'm thinking of. I feel like I know it was an Andrea. So could there be other Andrea butt dials? Maybe. Was my title Butt Dial Me to Hell? I'm trying to like, I can't remember. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I had a Butt Dial title at some point, but I feel like I don't know at this juncture. Okay. We gave this well, a two. That's what the- Out of how our, many? I think we were doing it out of 10 at the time. We're doing it out of five. Five cell phone pings. Maybe five. I don't know. Yeah, we were doing cell phone pings. How many cell phone pings do you give it? I they said I didn't that. like it because of the hunting, but I don't feel like there was barely any hunting in this. We've Since then, I've seen way worse hunting episodes. You've seen so, way worse hunting. Since then, you've gotten very much more upset about balloons. Yeah. <laughs> balloons have replaced hunting. <laughs> balloons are the new hunting. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it. That's what we got. So thank this you, great. everybody. I had, yeah, I had fun redoing it. Yeah. So let us know, please, if you can think of an old episode that we covered where we did not know or couldn't decide on what happened. 
Yeah, definitely in that year one. But I feel like we're asking people to go back to listen to those. No, there don't. already are a handful of listeners that are doing a re-listen okay. on Twitter. And they're doing it for me because they want to find some good quotes from our hosts. And also let me know if I said anything super questionable, like when I was really mean to Michelle Babes with coffee. I also could have said some things that are questionable. I hope they're listening It's going to be me. Too. Let's be real. It's going to be me. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Follow us on social media if you want to get really cool assignments like listening, a job which I called a job and then said you would not be getting paid for. So it's more like an internship program. Oh, my gosh. The worst internship. You don't get any school credit. No. You can never listen. It's a special op is what it is. Yeah. You can't talk about it. You can't tell anybody what you're doing. You just have to quietly listen. And if someone comes, you have to cover your yeah. phone to yeah. be like, what? I'm not listening to this. Thank you, everybody. So follow us on t- Twitter and Instagram and check out our Patreon and Supercast. And remember, be your own balaclava. There we go. To infidelity and beyond. (laughs) Bye, Bye, everybody. Honestly, I'm such an introvert. I don't want to be next to anyone and have to say thank you or talk to them at all. You don't, and you'd have to. Because you're stuck talking to them the whole plane ride. Okay, but what if you're okay? The whole ride, you have to talk to them. You're in coach. You're in the middle seat. Someone has upgraded you to first class. You know you would weigh the balance in your I head. I'm I uncomfortable here. I'm going to be tight and horrible. I have a large horrible. zone two. And you don't so want to be. No one wants to be in a middle seat. Zone two is very makes it very uncomfortable in that middle seat. So I might consider it. You're right. Zone one and two also. Zone one and three also make it uncomfortable. The middle seat is horrific. Yeah. So I'm saying. Would you weigh the option of, okay, I need to make small talk for three more hours mm-hmm. on this plane to make up for, you'd right. still probably, you'd want to take it, right? But you'd have all the leg room. That's true. So what you'd have to do is come up with a scenario where you got up there and you're like, I'm just getting over strep. Like you've got to make something up. That's not bad. I was going to say, because no one wants to sit next to someone who has strep, I would have some fake work to do and say I'm on a deadline. You got to have something have bigger to than watch that. This episode of Shit's Creek. No, because, because what if he was like, no, relax. Here, I got you a glass of shit. What if it was a whole thing? You need something big yeah. and unrefutable like strep. Yeah. Or, or you need to learn a language. Oh. You don't speak yeah. whatever language he yeah. speaks. You don't speak it. Yeah, it's not bad. See, I've got- You have ideas. I've got ideas. Yeah. And there's always diarrhea. Not that you have it in the seat, but like you keep having to go to the bathroom. Yeah, except then I feel like he would think I was like wanting him to join the Mile High Club or something. Oh, no, you could make it really obvious before you went. You'd be like, oh, sorry, I got to go to the bathroom again. Tummy's gurgling. Yeah. (laughs) Zone two is rumbling. Zone two is on fire. (laughs) We got a fire down below, Bill. I got to go up to the front. Fire in the hole. Gotta go. It'd be great. You just made really inappropriate poop <laughs> jokes all the way to and from yes. the lavatory. Yes. See, we've got we've we got this ideas. sorted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>